I know. Now, now, midline. Break. Ready. Set. Coast, hey, look, we all get rain on together. <laughs> J and J every day. It's your boy Jason here, my partner JC to my right, man. We gonna dive right into it. We got a lot to get into. First off, let's start off with the Monday night game. Why don't we, man? Mm-hmm. It, it was, was way more entertaining than we thought, man. Way more entertaining than we the thought. The Jets actually put up a fight. We thought they might actually win. They were ahead for most of the game. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to. I mean, listen. Typical Jets, you know, they weren't able to just to seal the deal. Um, Bag clock management. Huge win in my eyes for the Patriots. I feel like this would have been a, a devastating yeah. loss for Cam Newton and the Patriots, man. Sure Especially the way the game was going as well. You know, giving up 17 in the second quarter. Um, being down like they were, um, you know, 20 to 10 at one point going into the, in the second half. It just it was not looking good at all. So big win for the um for the Patriots, but the Jets. I really do truly believe we got our first 0 16 season on hand, man. Since uh, the Detroit Lions, correct? Yeah, I believe since that the was Detroit the last Lions. Time yeah, last time I seen that was the first time I seen it. I didn't know there was yeah, times yeah, before that. Yeah, I never. And I was like, wow, there was times before that. Dang. Let's scope it out real quick. Why don't we? The Jets remaining schedule now that we're pretty much at the you know midway week. Uh, it's midway they bye week. So, thing. Uh, yeah. Thankfully for them, they can just relax from all God, the L's, man. Mad L's. Coming up next, another team that doesn't quite know how to finish, the Chargers. Then they play that. Still expect them because because uh, Justin Herbert's putting up 350 yeah, plus. Yeah, a game, a game. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. So He's putting up the pass. The Dolphins, listen, these are new and improved, my. These are new and improved Dolphins, so that's an L. The Raiders sitting at 5-3 and three right now. You can chalk it up to an L. At the Seahawks, they're not getting that. At the Rams, they not getting that. First, the Browns. I mean, no they could, way. but I doubt it. I doubt it. Now, I no. still, I still be hating on Baker saying though. I give him a fighter's chance. And then they finish it off at the Patriots. And if they didn't get this one, Bill is definitely not gonna let them, you know, get one at home. So, own sixteens on tap, everybody. Stay tuned, man. It's happening. Yeah. It's it, it's rumbling towards us. Joe Flacco now has four games with. Three passing touchdowns against the Patriots, though. But he gave up another pick to J.C. Jackson with his fourth game in a row with a pick. Okay. Man. Hey, shout out J.C. Jackson. Listen, the, the secondary still there for, for the Patriots, you know, defensively. Just got to get it going offensively. Cam, man, 27 for 35, 274. No no touchdowns. Um, But didn't, didn't take any sacks at all Um, as well. Only ran the ball um for 16 yards on 10 carries. Um, so did not have a good day running the ball um, at all. Mm-hmm. But again, you know they were able to sneak it out. And I think that's points what's... in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And the Jets with that just bad time management. Just terrible time. And so what? Gave him the ball back with. That again, that leads to me. That's, that's just coaching, man. That's yeah. just it leads to just. 
point blank and simple coaching and it falls down upon Adam Gates. I've said it so many times. Um, but yeah, we'll listen. We'll stay tuned to see what's transpiring with the Jets. On 16, we think the Patriots, Bill, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But um, right now, two teams in the AFC East, I believe. So slump, man. It's a new era. This Thursday, we got the Colts that are five and three going yeah. up against the Tennessee Titans at six and two, man. Oh, so this is a game right here. Great game, great game. Who you got? I'm finally back up in the stands in our hundred fifty dollar bet. Yeah. I'm one up, man. I'm one game up. Eighty-two and forty-seven. He eighty-one wins in. Let's get oh, it. Oh man, we still be better than all the NFL people. I know. People we still on, do. Um, on TV the, and all that. Listen, so Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle's out for the Colts. He won't be there. I, I thought he was about to uh, go oh. for the Colts again. I was like, wow. Nah. No, I'm going Tennessee on this one. I think the Colts uh, continue, and I think they have a, have a, a two-game slide. You know, after losing to Baltimore last week, I think Tennessee um, bounces back. Well, not bounces back. But I think they hold on. You know, home field. Give me Tennessee in this one. Give me Tennessee as well. Um, I think Derrick Henry is going to have a big game coming off of kind of a quiet game last time. Definitely a quiet game. And I think Phillip Rivers, man, I think he makes one more mistake than Ryan Tannehill. I think that's what it comes down to. I think he makes one more mistake than Ryan Tannehill does. Part two Give it to the Titans. Damn. That man Damn, going like to the that? other team so many times. It's man, crazy. Probably two or three more. This he, does, time, he don't know what jersey he's wearing. Shoot. That's, that's crap. But Real. again, <laughs> Me and I basically the midway point of the season. I think it's only right that we run down the division leaders at this point. Starting with the AFC, man. AFC East got the Buffalo Bills at 7-2, and two, leading their division. AFC North, only undefeated team still, 8-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, AFC South, Tennessee Titans sitting at 6-2. and two. They're holding it down um, with the Colts still on their t- uh, tails at 5-3. and three. And in the AFC North, excuse me, the Ravens are six and two. Browns are five and three, and um, AFC East, the Dolphins again, five and three. So those um those divisions all seem to be coming down to the wire. AFC West, Chiefs sitting on top at eight and one, and it looks like only competition will be the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, obviously they're still in it logistically, but we believe the Chiefs gonna take it. NFC, the NFC East is the NFC's least. Three and four, I repeat that. The three and four Philadelphia Eagles lead the stands. And we're at the midway point of the season. And they're followed by the two and six Washington. How many wins do you think it's going to take to win the five. Whole division? Five. I was about to say, it five. might be five games. Five and 11 will get you, a, will get you the, the NFC East division title. Five games. Five games. Every team's still in it. The Cowboys at two and seven are still in it. Um... It, it's just, it's atrocious, man. It's bad. NFC North, Green Bay Packers, 6-2. and two. They've been on top since the beginning. Chicago Bears, I feel like the Chicago Bears are just floating above. You know, they're just surviving drowning. But they're, they're slowly drowning. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Vikings might just be finding their role at 3-5. and five. NFC South, Saints, 6-2. and two. Tampa Bay is 6-3. and three. Uh, Everybody else is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, NFC West, man, your leaders are the Seattle Seahawks at 6-2. Surprise, surprise, the Arizona Cardinals are hot on their trail at 5-3, and three, followed by the L.A. Rams, man, 5-3. So midway point, basically, uh, you know, all the divisions, the division races are still pretty good. 
minus the a, NFC East. We got a race at the Russian leaders over yes, here. Yes, we Dalvin do. Dalvin Cook has uh, 858 yards so far this season, and Derrick Henry has eight, 843 yards. Okay. So we'll see who, who do you uh, think? finishes up with more. Who do you think? Do you think one of those two guys um, 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 leads the league in rushing, or do you think somebody Definitely. else comes out of nowhere? Josh Jacobs and Clyde edwards Too far behind. 300 yards behind. Too far, too far. Okay, okay. Right. Todd Gurley, 300 yards. They were all around 300 yards behind. Okay. Not catching up at all. It'll be interesting. Receiving leaders, though, we got a good little race. Everybody's around 800 and 730 and up. Stephon Diggs, leads, Stephon Diggs leads, though, at 813 yards, only three touchdowns. DK Metcalf's right behind him at 788 yards at eight touchdowns. Okay. Followed by Travis Kelsey, Robbie Anderson, and DeAndre Hopkins. All right. Nice little leader there. A nice little, you know, um, competition for the uh, receiving leader this season. Yeah, even touchdowns. Dalvin Cook leads with 13. Tyreek Hill's right behind the 10. Yeah. Todd Gurley at 9. Todd Gurley's had a pretty, pretty slow season and pretty bad at 19. But, yeah, to your point, um, Dalvin Cook, he's been on a tear, but can he keep it up? Like you said, Tyreek Hill right behind him with 10. Um, we obviously know DK. Maybe he can go on, you know, a multiple touchdown game streak. So there's there's definitely potential there for for guys to break out, um, um, and to definitely show out. So and don't forget, um, I'm pretty sure it looks like uh, Ben Roethlisberger was just sitting out just for precaution. But yeah, let's just uh, hope you know in the best you know that he doesn't have you know corona. But he mm-hmm. is that he had to sit at home um, the past couple of days because he was in close contact. Also, the Bengals who they played week ten. Um, all of their DBs had to stay at home because of uh, somebody on the practice squad had it. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, because it would be very hard to reschedule at this point. They've very. already used their um, their uh, bye week game. Mm. The Steelers, they've already used yeah, it up. Used so their, pushing yeah. it back now would be pushing into you know time that is not free. Like week 18 or exactly something. Exactly. So. And for a Bengals game that, you know, no offense to the Bengals, but Probably hey, not. I was going to mention something about that. Hey, hey, hey. The Steelers are 8-0. And, and I know this might be a Friday topic, but you got to lose sometime. Yeah. And the Bengals have been that team to get up and snap you. <laughs> so, listen, I would love, woo-wee. But to your point, yeah, the uh, Pittsburgh heavily favored. But we'll keep an eye on Big Ben, man. See what um see what transpires from that. But y'all know what Wednesdays are? Wednesdays are for college football. Yeah, let's get right to it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three SEC games, though, have been uh, postponed. Uh, the Alabama-LSU game, which really didn't matter. LSU was Not struggling. They, they, yeah. they have so many COVID. This is the worst a, a championship team has ever done. Worst. Um, everybody has COVID on there. Um, they're in Louisiana. It's a hard Open hit season state. out there. And... Um, even their quarterback, they can't even find a good quarterback this year. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it's so yes, yeah, it's, it's a season. Play yeah, down. it's a lost season down there. Just also, don't even reschedule. Don't even reschedule the game. Just just write it off. We don't need we don't need a result in that. And yeah, we, we should have <laughs> known that something like this would have happened. Of course. I mean, yeah, definitely. And the, the, the craziest thing is the fact that we know Maryland just had their game with Ohio State postponed as well. So that game is not. And that I, we're looking. That's a game where, again, we we don't know if that's going to be made up because you got to remember the Big Ten now is is on a strict time constraint. 
because they started the season a couple weeks late. And that's a game everyone was looking forward to. So Leah Tugumbailoa has been lighting it up. You know, Maryland on the surprise team. So unfortunate, but yeah, suspended. I mean, game is, you know, canceled. So I don't... Number Do five, Texas A&M and Tennessee postponed. Number 24, Auburn versus Mississippi State postponed. <laughs> Um, I don't think so. I don't think, think we're. I don't even think we're gonna finish the NFL call, season. You think? Listen, we're almost halfway there with the NFL. I think the NFL has managed it enough. We're again. Listen, the the Jets just played their ninth game, so they're more than halfway to the end of the season. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. To your point, though, you brought up a good point about Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. You yeah. feel me? Teams have already used up that buy. Teams buy is gone. So now this is. I gotta stop stealing my man's uh, um, phrase, but shout out NFL Network Virgin. This is the Witching Hour right here. You feel me? Not for real. What if there is an outbreak now? To Jay Z's point, what are we gonna do? And what if there's one <laughs> in the playoffs? Doing? What are you gonna do then? You're gonna just replace next the starting man up. quarterback. Next, next man up, roll it out. Roll it. <laughs> I don't. I don't That'd know. Be the craziest. It would be the craziest, but I don't. I'm only again. I'm all, I'm only mainly optimistic because we are in week nine now. You know what I'm saying. So we've gotten or week eight. We've gotten this far. That's why I'm no, so optimistic. Ten. But okay, going to okay, we're going to week ten. But that's why I'm so optimistic. But other than that, I'm with you. I, it's it's not looking good, especially forget sports. Taking the, the account the state of the country, cases are going up everywhere. You know what I'm saying. So um, it does not look good. But we're. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we'll be able to um, finish this season. But Friday, man, number nine BYU, they are thrashing, are thrashing on the Boise State Broncos, man, fifty-one to seven. Zach Wilson had a phenomenal season for BYU this year. He continued it, twenty-two for twenty-eight, three hundred sixty yards and three touchdowns. Big game, big game. Desmond Ritter, second week in a row, going crazy. I'm going to say, I know I heard that name last week. Yes, sir. 162 yards, uh, one touchdown, 12 rushing, uh, 133 yards rushing, and um, three touchdowns uh, rushing. That's crazy, man. He's doing it both ways, passing and running. Mm -hmm. Second week in a row. And they're winning. Yeah, they beat they're Houston 38 to 10. Number six Cincinnati is, is, is you know, six and zero, and they're winning. Um, a game I oh go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, I was gonna say a game I picked wrong, unfortunately. Um, Georgia. I right, listen. Kyle Trask has been on the roll this season. 474 yards and four touchdowns. Man, uh, a phenomenal game for for him. Yes, I mean I said yesterday. Uh, this weekend. Also, Justin Fields, um, you could say him every week. Five touchdowns, passing, one mm-hmm. rushing touchdown. I mean, and, and to more, to more, I mean, Kyle Trask season, 15 touchdowns in the red zone, zero interceptions, zero turnover, turnover worthy plays. You know, that's via college football. I mean, pro football focus for college football. Um, so he's just having a phenomenal season right now, man, for, um, for Florida. Uh, also, the backup quarterback for Clemson, uh, even though they had to come back. Um, that was a game. Man, that was a phenomenal 439 game. yards, two touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. Phenomenal game. They weren't. So, what do you. Okay, look. So, they lost, and you're right. They did come back. But they're still in the college football playoff race, right? 
Two to Notre Dame without without Trevor Lawrence, right? They're just gonna drop to like what? Are they do they drop out of the top five? You know that's the that's a better question for us. Does Probably Clemson drop not. out of the top five? Probably not because who are you gonna replace? It's not like there's a lot of good teams this year. <laughs> Everybody got COVID. Yeah, it's not like this. It's not <laughs> Everybody like, got COVID. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like funny, most years where somebody's knocking at the door. It's not funny, but I mean, I mean, I mean, listen. Florida just had a big win. So I, I'd assume Florida, you know, Florida jump up. But no, I think they're at the number rankings, four right now. Yeah, the so rankings you know. is already out in Alabama. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's what Clemson slid to was number four, dropped three spots. So my question, my question has been answered. Um, they're still at number four. Who are you going to replace? No, yeah, they, uh, they, they can hold there. I guess Florida was a little mm. too far to outside. You're not going to put Cincinnati in. Not gonna put yeah, Cincinnati suffers from one of those the conference you play in. Texas a and M, I just told you they're having their COVID problems. Ah, uh, yes, you did. So we'll, we'll not about to put that. BYU in there. Yeah, BYU. The only Big Ten team that's even gonna sniff that is gonna be Ohio State, and they're already in it, and nobody else is gonna be in it. Indiana's there, but they're not. Um, I think they're having problems as well. Yep. But y'all see my shirt? We snuck one out this weekend, man. We snuck one out, 17-14 over West Virginia. Y'all killed me because you didn't cover the over, which was like 52 and a half. You killed me. But you got the win, so I'll take it, baby. I'll take it. Got us back in the top 25 at number 21. Um, but yeah, it's USC being at number 20, being one on the is crazy. And also Oregon. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Crazy. And uh, speaking, we've actually missed out on the team in a postponement for this weekend. I spoke about Georgia letting me down. They slid down to number 12. Their game against Missouri for this weekend has been postponed as well. So that's another postponement. So, yes, there are five postponements this weekend. Um, like this might, I don't know if this is the most in any week, but this is not looking good right now. Not at all for college football. Right I mean, what do people expect? I don't know what they expect, but it ain't looking good right now. Not, not, not one bit. Um, so we'll listen. <clears throat> we'll definitely need to, you know, keep an eye on that. So, Ohio State and Maryland, is that still going on or is that postponed? That is canceled. That is canceled. Oh, if it's I'm not, canceled. Yeah, if I'm not, that is canceled. Same so, yes, Ohio State, Maryland, it says here is canceled. The other games you mentioned, it says postponed. So, yeah, we'll, Big Ten, we're, yeah. I think Big Ten, yeah, their, their time frame, it's, just, it's not enough time, brother. They had eight weeks to come back, I think, and that had to be eight consecutive weeks. If the game needed to be missed, then it's just going to be missed right at all. I mean, we can s speculate in our minds what's going to happen, but they don't get they don't got time for it. So, hey, I understand. It is what it is. It is what it is. You heard the man. You heard the man. Dang, man. It is what it is. Yeah, nah, it sucks. It's unfortunate, but again, it's, it's what, what did we expect was going to happen? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it's, it's cold this season. What, what did you expect? <laughs> like what? Um, some NBA news though, man. Uh, some CP3 about to be for the Suns, maybe. I yeah, we don't know. Maybe um, they they the trade is being discussed. The two teams are discussing it. Um, nothing's final, you know. It's gaining traction. Um, what do you think about that? They're engaged in talks. What do you think about it? I feel like the Suns do have enough pieces to pull it off. 
but I don't particularly like it for CP3 because there's no... I think you got... I think uh, you and a lot of people have the Suns messed up, man. I feel like they can have a good little run, man. Why not? Not in the West, bro. I, I, don't, I don't think... Because what you're going to have... One, what you're going to be giving up to get CP3 are going to be role guys. And then you're taking into account his contract, too. I just don't think CP3 at this age paired with Devin and DeAndre is enough in the West to overcome the teams that are going to be in their way. Um, I'm clowning the Clippers, but we all, we know they're talented and we know they're going to come back loaded. You feel me? We don't know what's going to happen with the Rockets, but you got Dallas coming back. The Warriors will be back. The Lakers, like, I just, I know, but I'm not doubting you, brother. I know you're a killer. I know you're a killer, but damn, even with CP3, I think I got just, messed up, man. I feel like they could have a good run in. Even with CP3, I just feel like they would have to give up too much. So I see them being maybe fourth or fifth in the West. Yeah, see, I'm not I just don't. And at that point, you just need a chance. Anything could happen late in the season. I just don't see it. I'm not, see, I'm that, but I know that's. That's a lot of ifs and variables. I'm talking like at the start of the season. I just don't That's see them as contenders. The at the start of the season, I see them being probably in fifth or worse. If they get CP3 and a couple other pieces, why not? But what's a couple other pieces? Because, again, books on the contract for what? I, I Let me look it up right now. We know CP3's contract. So once you make a trade, I'm pretty sure the wiggle room. Once they, so you're, so you're saying they're, in their mind, they're about to just get CP3 and not, not make any more pieces to... But I'm saying, what other pieces are, are you putting around them? They're not going to... Whatever's in their mind, team, but I'm pretty space. sure that... I'm pretty sure that CP3 can elevate them. Look, we we seen CP3, what he did with OKC last year. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I don't doubt him how he can nah, elevate the Suns who are right on the brink. Right at, I think, ninth place, 10th place in the West. Yeah, I don't. But the difference is the depth. Again, I, again I'm going to just keep going back to what they would potentially have to give up to get him. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know if the depth will be there after you get him. OKC, they, they were deep in OKC. Like you got Dario Saric, Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Mikel Bridges. You feel me? And if you're, if you're OKC... You're taking a, a man. I want maybe Mikael Bridges. Um, shoot, let me see if I can if I can get away with maybe uh, Kelly Oubre too. Dario, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it goes through. It'll be um, it'll be a, a real interesting. And I actually, I don't think it'll be drawing a title contender, but I want it to happen because. We've all longed and we've all said that, you know, you just get Devin Booker a point guard, someone that can really facilitate and get him the ball, and whoa, what he's doing now is crazy. You get him a CP3 with him, and forget him, DeAndre Ayton with a CP3. Damn. You know, to, so to JC's point, anything is possible. Just right now, today, I'm just saying I don't see it, but we'll, we'll definitely watch and see what happens. That'll be, yeah. That would be a whoa. <laughs> Reports are that he doesn't want to go to the Lakers. Um, Stephen A. said that he didn't want to go to the Lakers. And I guess some people, um, it was on first take. And I guess he was getting text messages after he's saying that. That was saying that that was false or whatever. And he looked directly in the camera and was like, look at me. He was like, what I'm telling you is true. He doesn't want to go there. And y'all will find out why later on down the road. You feel me? 
song. I don't know why. Why would I want to go there? Don't ask me why. I have no clue. That's what Scooby Doo said though. Probably because when Rondo. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Him. That's what I'm thinking. And if you're the Lakers, you're not. You're not. If that's the reason why, if you're the Lakers, you're. It might sound crazy for me to say, I'm taking Rondo over CP3. Because I know what I got, and obviously you know what you're going to get in CP3, but you know playoff Rondo is enough to get you there. Plus the contract he's going to be on. You know what I'm saying? You don't need CP3 to get you over the hump next year. So if you're the Lakers, don't sweat it, man. Don't sweat it. So we will see, man. We'll keep an eye on that. And there's reports that James Harden, my boys, my boys, they just got some questions. They're just, they're just a little uncertain about the future of the Rockets. There have been no trade requests made, you know what I'm saying? James Harden, they said he's still, you feel me, um, involved with the personnel decisions. And the new hire, Steven Silas, the young first-time coach, they both um, had a hand in picking him and agreed in the decision to, you feel me, hire him. So it wasn't like that with them without the consultation with them. But obviously, they do realize, again, they realize this roster is not that much wiggle room <laughs> for this Houston roster and for the new, you know, coaching regime to, to make changes. Ain't that much wiggle room. So they're probably definitely concerned about what's going on, you know, transpire. And there's been reports that the Knicks and Clippers are interested in a Russell Westbrook trade. Um... The next one is well, a. That's just too many slashes right there. Is a Wolves. Yeah, the next one doesn't make a, a, a lick of sense to me because I can't name one person who could shoot on that team. Yeah, you just want slashes. You, you just, just want, want everybody nothing but, just yeah, dunking. Nothing but slashes and power forwards. <laughs> and that, that's all they have. That don't make makes no sense. Um, the Clippers one, I, again, to me, is kind of a. I'm kind of scratching my head here as well. RJ and Russell just passing alley-oops to each other. <laughs> just, that would be a nightmare in New York. And the Clippers it'd one... It would be fun to watch, actually. <laughs> I don't know what the Clippers would give up to get Julius Russell, Rand- Russell. Julius Randle's still over there, right? Yeah. yeah. Is he a free agent? No, he's a free agent. No, I think, I think he's still in New York. Julius Randle over there getting rebounds. He is, because wasn't this his first year? I think that's what it was. No, no, no. He wasn't he done? No. Well, either that's way... he went after... Ah, um, uh, yes, it was. He wasn't in the New Orleans special team. Yeah, 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 it was. But either way, listen, they're on future. They're uncertain, excuse me, about the immediate future. You know what I'm saying? Um, of of their of their team. So two things to keep an eye on. You feel me? The offseason is heating up again. The draft is a week from today, as a matter of fact. A week from today, the 18th NBA draft. Um, and then we'll. Keep rolling from there. See when free agency takes place. And the season, as we know, it is supposed to kick off on December twenty second. But um, just just some rumors to keep you up to speed. But man, real interested to see if some stars do make it around the league. Yeah, free agency. The DMs um, mm-hmm. the night uh, after the draft over. That I believe so. Yep. One more question. Timberwolves are looking to move up into the lottery. At the, again, they had the number one pick and the number 17 pick. They're looking to move up into the lottery. So I guess flip that 17 into a, what's the lottery count at? 15 or D'Angelo 15 Russell. Or earlier. Yeah, man. What I told, what I tell and you the first you time. He, I told you he was going to get passed around the league. What do you, who, who do you think the Warriors should, all right. Real quick. How do you feel?
feel about the Warriors next year? Because I was having this conversation. Okay, okay. I am too. But when you look at the Warriors roster, outside of Stephen Clay, it's not much there. We know they got Andrew Wiggins. You know what I'm saying? And we know he definitely should be a factor next year. Um, we don't know how much. We honestly, no one knows how much of a factor. Nobody can definitively tell me we know how much of a because we don't know what he's gonna give. That's been his whole problem, his whole career. Draymond, we love him. We know what he's gonna give us. But let's be real, he's numbers been on a steady decline for the last couple seasons. The play's still there. Play's still there. Numbers have been down. Play's still there. But outside our outside of those outside of those three, the main guys, there's not much here for them to work with. I mean, you add a top pick or you add whatever you want to trade for your top pick. And you already had. This okay. is already a playoff team. Okay. No, yeah, I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just asking. You, you know, already how, cannot stop Steph and Clay. I don't I'm, care. I'm with you. I always, my whole thing with the Warriors is always if the two yellow brothers and Draymond, can shoot, Draymond is, they'll be. Draymond looks great when he's around Steph and Clay when they're uh I actually wouldn't be surprised. Yes, he does, but I would not be surprised because I do remember when they gave him the extension, the type of extension they gave him. It was very team-friendly, flexible. If we need to move you, this is a good extension to move, you know, type of extension. So I, 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 I don't expect him to go anywhere, but I wouldn't be shocked if maybe he got moved. But I was I was just wondering because um, Jalen, as he's been on here before, you know, he is not too high. On the Warriors, well, he's not as high as everybody else because he he's just realizing that you know they have no bench first and foremost. Let's be there's no bench here. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do have Stephen Clay. When you take them off the court, there is no bench here. There's no point. Kai Bowman, I get there. There's no bench here whatsoever when you take Stephen Clay Thompson off the court. We'll see, man. We haven't seen through free agency and all. Yeah, that I'm just saying, but as currently constructed, no, but people. A lot of folks are saying as currently constructed. I think Stephen A. made the biggest threat to the Lakers next year as currently constructed. And that's why I'm saying, whoa, we got to pump the brakes because there's no bench here. You know what I'm saying? There's. Hey, Stephen Clay is still uh, healthy, man. That's just dangerous to me. Who do you think? And and we also got to see, what was that, ACL or an Achilles for, for Clay? Got to make sure that come back for you. But who do you think they should get? Uh, with the, with the I believe James Wiseman, but everybody's talking about somebody else, ain't it? Um, I believe Anthony Edwards. Um, he he's a, he's phenomenal. He's a dog, but I don't think that I don't. That's not what that that is not what the Warriors need at the number at the number two in the draft. I believe. Um, again, Anthony Edwards is a dog. He's he, you know he's gonna be phenomenal in the league. But I just talked about that roster. And I think more than anything, especially at this stage in Steph's career, you know what I'm saying? Like 30, what? 32 right now, I think, or something like that. He's going to be 33 soon. He's never really had a, to your point, uh, a real skilled big man before. You know what I'm saying? He's never really had someone that's supposed to be, you know, projected as one of the best bigs in the game at his disposal. So I'm with you. Go James Wise. So who do you think the Timberwolves should get? Um, that, yeah, that's the biggest question for me, and it's the biggest question because of our boy D'Angelo Russell. The two best guys out there left, 
if you're not taking Wiseman, they're both guards. And LaMelo and Anthony Edwards. And I don't, man. I was just about to say, I'm what not do you a think fan. about LaMelo? I'm, I'm not a fan, though. I am a fan of, of trading D'Angelo, oh. even just because you're going to pick one of those two guys. Because... What's so good about D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell was a good pick. He was a, he was a, he was a good pick. But um, I like D'Angelo Russell. I would get... Damn, who do the T-Wolves need? If you're going to move D'Angelo... That's the thing. It all depends on what they're going to do with D'Angelo Russell, though. If you keep D'Angelo Russell, I feel like you're going to get Anthony Edwards. He's a shooting guard. You know what I'm saying? He can play alongside D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. You that then you keep you keep D'Lo. But if you're gonna go Lamelo, you gotta move D'Angelo because if I'm getting Lamelo, I want Lamelo to start day one. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want him to I want him to start. I don't want him to I sit think behind he can start D'Angelo. Day one. That's what I'm saying. I want him to start day one. So I would trade D'Angelo if I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Lamelo first pick. And we gotta remember they st- they also have Jared Culver down there, which top pick last year. I'm not sure as shooting guard. I'm not sure what's gonna come with him. But um, yeah, at at, at one for them, I think it all depends on what they do with D'Angelo Russell. Um, shoot, man, I, I don't know what they him. should do with D'Angelo Russell. I honestly don't. The Suns should save their money from for CP3. And move him and uh, the Timberwolves to move uh, D'Angelo Russell on the seventeenth pick for that tenth pick, man. If it's possible, if it's even worth it, the Suns. Mm, yeah, probably like to save everybody money. Yeah, that would be a very very interesting. But that's a crazy. That's a lot of picks. That's seven. That's that seven is, spots up. That is, but that would be that maybe was, the Spurs. That's an interesting. Move. But to me, I don't really see. I, maybe D'Angelo Russell could be an, an addition to a team that's like right on the brink of, of winning the championship. I don't really think that he should be like a star that player. Is like an he's interesting move. He's top one or two player. Who, D'Angelo? Yeah. I don't, I don't like that to team. Like yeah, that. but moving up seven spots, that's a lot of spots, man. That is, but I like that because now you got two offensive threats there, and D'Angelo's a good facilitator, so he can get him the ball. My only worry then is on the opposite side of the ball. Who the hell is being, who the hell is guarding who on the perimeter? Because it ain't D'Angelo or Booker. That's the only question I have. When you get CP3, how long do you plan on keeping him? Who? CP3. I mean, if you, if the, if the Suns got CP3, how long are they planning on keeping him? And really, later in his career, how good will his defense stay? Who, CP? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think, like, CP, I, as the athleticism fades, the the mind ain't going to go nowhere. And so that makes up for a lot of that. And we saw that like, this year. You know, he's not a lead on defense, but he's still savvy, man. He still get the steals, you know, he still. So I, I that I can live by. Now, D'Angelo, on the other hand, nah. That, that, he don't want to, that's not what he wants to be. <laughs> he don't want to play defense, but. We'll see, man. Like like we said, in seven days, we'll have the answers to all these questions, man. November 18th, virtual draft. We'll see how this goes. Hopefully, you got good internet connection. <laughs> Wherever you at, man. Here we go. Here we go. This is a 72-game, start of a 72-game series, man. What else we got, man? Is that all? Yeah, that's all for the day, man. Man, shout out to everybody listening, man. 
Gurdon, San Francisco, and of course in Hold Maryland. Back. Russell's, we got I think four that's, that's New Jersey, ain't it? Oh, yeah, that is New Jersey. I mean, that is New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Russell's. Memphis, of course. Okay, Lexington, Kentucky, Marietta, Georgia. Shout out to y'all, man. All right, we out of here, man. Later. J&J every day. Listen on YouTube. Yes, sir. Episode 243, I think. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We're going to be out of here. Burger time. <laughs>